Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode, we have a homily for Sunday, July 30th, 2023. Our homily for today will focus on a reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, in which we read about Jesus using a series of short parables to try to communicate his ideas about the kingdom of heaven. It's very much trial and, well, try again all in an effort to try to effectively communicate an important concept to his listeners. Before we get to the homily, let's listen to a reading from Matthew chapter 13. Matthew writes, Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air can come and make nests in its branches. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus asked, Have you understood all this? They answered, Yes. And he said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. The Gospel of Christ Dear God, may only your truth be spoken and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. I've always enjoyed helping other people learn new things. I always get a good feeling whenever I can help a person come to a better understanding of a concept or help people see the world in a new and hopefully better way. Prior to becoming a priest, I used to work with companies that managed large corporate properties. I clearly remember one day when I was helping train a new staff member. My colleague was a very sincere guy, but he was struggling to get his head around a particular task. After days of trying, we found a quiet spot and sat down together. I lost count of the ways that I tried to explain this particular concept to him. To be honest, I think that we both had become frustrated, but we knew that if he were able to grasp this one task, he would do well in a field that was new to him. After about 20 minutes, I watched as his eyes opened wide and his jaw dropped open. The penny had finally dropped, and he now grasped a concept that he had been struggling with for days. We both cheered with excitement. I've never forgotten how good it felt to teach him a new skill. We get a glimpse of this in today's Gospel reading. 
Immediately prior to today's text, we read about Jesus using two parables about farming to try and teach his listeners about something that he calls the kingdom of God. Jesus went on to explain what he meant by these parables. In today's text, Jesus uses a quick barrage of five, much shorter parables to describe this concept of God's kingdom. When we consider these texts together, we see Jesus using example after example to try to describe this concept. When describing abstract concepts, we often employ similes and metaphors. These literary devices are effective ways for giving color, life, and meaning to concepts that would otherwise be difficult to understand. However, these tools are only effective if the person who hears them understands the references being used. For example, how would you describe the feeling of a gentle summer breeze blowing across your skin? You might say it's like having a feather brushed across the back of your hand. But if you've never felt the touch of a feather, you cannot know how the wind felt. While the description gets us closer to the meaning, it's not the same as experiencing it. There's a huge difference between knowing about something or someone and actually knowing the thing or person through first-hand experience. Jesus used a number of metaphors that would have been familiar to his listeners, all in the hope that they would better understand God at work in the world. A number of images that he used compared the kingdom of God to plants, most recently to wheat or to mustard seeds. He used these analogies because many of his listeners would have been farmers, or at least familiar with the farming industry. Just like the plants that Jesus described in his parables, this kingdom that Jesus described does not come into existence immediately. Consider the stalks of wheat that Jesus spoke about. They grew from seed into a small shoot just beginning to poke through the soil. By the time they were grown, they were five or six feet tall. This kingdom that Jesus spoke about is similar to those plants. It begins small and then grows into fullness over time. The same thing is true of our knowledge of both God and the kingdom that Jesus was trying to describe. Our knowledge and understanding gradually grow and mature over time, just like plants do. And just like a single stalk of wheat is not definitive of all wheat around the world, our own individual knowledge of God and God's kingdom is not definitive of every other person's knowledge and experience of God. Jesus also used the images of hidden treasure and rare pearls to describe something of extremely high value eagerly sought out by many. These parables share a common theme in that they try to communicate the value of the kingdom of God. These parables are much more succinct than the ones that we've heard over the last couple of Sundays. They also have the potential to be understood by a wider audience. Not everyone can relate to farming analogies, but if you've ever daydreamed about winning the lottery, you can probably relate to finding a treasure buried in a field, or maybe even in your own backyard. 
Today, I would like us to consider something more than simply the individual parables or analogies that Jesus used to describe what he called the kingdom of heaven. Time and again, Jesus cycles through analogy after analogy, all in the service of introducing people to what God is doing in the world. On one level, Jesus is introducing people to the concept that God is work in ways that people fundamentally did not expect. This is not simply a theoretical understanding, but an experiential one. To my earlier point, Jesus is not simply trying to get people to know about God and this intellectual concept of God at work in the world. Rather, Jesus introduces people to a first-hand practical knowledge of God. It's one thing to talk about having a practical experience of God, but what does that actually really mean? What does this mean to us today in our daily lives? Like the planting of a mustard seed, practicing the things of God start small and grow exponentially. Centuries ago, the prophet Micah wrote, He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught, Blessed are the meek, blessed are the merciful, and the peacekeepers. Elsewhere, Jesus once summarized the entire Jewish religious law when he said, Love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important, the first on any list. But there is a second to set alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourself. These two commandments are pegs. Everything in God's law and the prophet hangs from them. Whenever we can integrate these things into our daily lives, we are experiencing the things of God. But there is also a way in which we are each called to take that experience and turn it outward. There was a time in our society when church attendance was the done thing. Going to church was the expected norm, and if you didn't, you stood out like a sore thumb. That's simply no longer the case. In fact, studies tell us that there are two to three generations of Canadians who have no experience of church or of any other faith practice to speak of. We can no longer simply throw open the church doors, ring the bell, and hope that people will show up. We have to work to get people's attention, and we have to earn their trust. More importantly, we have to prove to people that coming to church and developing a faith practice of their own will add something of value that they cannot find anywhere else. One of the ways that we can do this is by turning our personal faith practice outward so that others can experience the things of God as well. As people of faith, we face many of the same challenges that Jesus faced as he attempted to communicate deep and powerful concepts to those around him. That is, we are challenged to find ways to effectively communicate God's love and compassion to the people around us. There is no single right way to accomplish that goal. 
There is no magic program that will compel people to come back to church en masse. If we are to grow the church, we each must take up the challenge, and it's a challenge that we will accomplish one person at a time. Let's pray. God of eternal wisdom, you alone impart the gift of discernment. Grant us understanding hearts so that we may choose wisely between the treasures of your promised reign and this world's counterfeits. We pray these things through Jesus Christ, the pearl of true value. Amen.